2: now
4: How would you blow up a Ponzi scheme? Scare people away from wanting to be in dollars and and show that the rule of law no longer exists. Allow the money supply to shrink, meaning there's less dollars outstanding, to service a constant but increasing debt service and raise rates.
5: Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for coming on back to the show. That, of course, was Bill Holter, and in this one, I really document for you, in real time, the controlled demolition of the USA. And stay tuned, friends, I have some amazing guests dead ahead. Thanks for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? on the surface everything looks fine but there's a whole lot more going on underneath debt is hitting a record high it's really scary when you stop and think about it why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky this is where noble gold investments can help the money printing is never going to end and noble gold investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe and they suggest gold and silver now keep in mind there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee but they do have a sweet deal A free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877 646 5347 and tell them SGT report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877 646 5347. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. Can't wait to have this call. Returning guest, Bill Holter is on the line. What you guys are looking at right now is the looting of you and your family. The military industrial complex dropping bombs all over the planet. Joe Biden has allowed 10 million illegals to enter the United States since he took office, or should I say stole office. Friends, do you realize that the New York City mayor is now prepared to give migrants preloaded debit cards worth up to $10,000? This is no longer our country. It has been hijacked by a globalist, pedophilic cabal, a cartel, a mafia. And if you think I'm making that up about the pedo part, stand by. Bill, welcome back. How are you, sir?
4: Good. Thanks for having me back, Sean.
5: You know where I want to start today is with the fall of the republic. Okay, three hundred and fifty five million dollar judgment against Donald J. Trump. It's exactly what one would expect to see as a once great republic begins to fade and fall. A victimless crime. No victim. In fact, Bill, the bank wasn't allowed to testify on Trump's behalf. The bank continues to want to do business with Trump. The bank was paid back. Meanwhile, that libtard corrupt judge Engoron, well, he ruled that Trump must pay three hundred and fifty five million dollars. So property rights are now destroyed in New York City and New York State. Frankly, I want to play a sound clip from uh, Kevin O'Leary in just yeah. one second. But uh, your comments just on this one data point about the fall of our republic, Bill.
4: Yeah, It shows that there is no rule of law. Um, I mean, I would equate what they've done with Trump is the same thing that they've done or or talking about doing with the 300 billion uh, that they confiscated of, of Russian uh, treasuries. The a- average country has got to think, well, hey, if they can do this to Russia, they can do this to us. And that's why you're seeing uh, treasury balances or treasury bond, treasury note balances, at uh, central banks and foreign sovereign treasuries those balances are declining um, i mean what what sign or signal does does the trump verdict give to the average person it just tells you you can't do business in new york because i mean if they can target trump and if the judge can declare prior to the trial that he's guilty and all we're deciding is what the what the penalties are. If they can do it to Trump, they can do it to anybody. That's right. So I think it's a I think it's a death knell uh, for business in New York. And I think the most laughable part is that now they're saying, well, if you can't come up with the money before appeal, we're just going to confiscate his properties. That's right. Uh, I mean, isn't that what this is all about, basically, is a, a confiscation, uh, whether it gets cleaned up when all of a sudden done or not, uh, it's obviously election interference. There's no question about that.
5: Well, and here's the thing. I have two sound bites to play. The first from Kevin O'Leary and the second one backing up exactly what you just said. They are prepared to seize his property. But this is what communists do. This is what happens right. when communism takes over your nation or your state. And let me just make the point. If Trump isn't safe from these people. Then you're not safe. I'm not safe. No one is safe from these people. If a former sitting president, Donald J. Trump, doesn't have property rights and rule of law and justice, then none of us do. We saw what they did to Alex Jones. Now they're doing it to Trump. This is the model. Guys, this hellish, nightmarish Orwellian system of tyranny is coming for you and your family, too. So I want to play this, though, because here is the cautionary tale for all of the idiots in New York who hate Trump and support this. They cheer for this. This is what Kevin Leary has to say about the insanity of this Orwellian communist decision from Judge Engaran.
6: Well, uh, this this award, um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here. And, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the, the decision at all. It, it, there's no rationale for it. And so let me give you a real time uh, experience I'm having regarding this. And I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state, like California is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list of being a loser state.
5: i pause it there, and now it is a... Number one, perhaps, loser state. It's hard to be California and Gavin Newsom. That's probably still the biggest loser state, although there's beautiful, wonderful people living in both states. But your states have all been stolen from you guys, Uh, just like the state I'm in. I live in a blue state. It's being stolen from us, too. The state I'm in had a multi, multi multi-billion dollar surplus. I paid state taxes. I didn't get a nickel back. People who didn't pay got money back. I'm telling you, Bill, I have one more clip to play. But this redistribution of wealth, and that's what it is, is communist, and God, I, how do we wake people up to this, Bill? It's never been so obvious. The only country on planet Earth that had property rights given to us, birthed to us, right, was the United States of America, and these people are destroying our property rights.
4: Well, Sean, that's key right there. Uh, the reason the United States, after World War II, was the, the largest attractor of capital was because of a a solid... And known rule of law. And now that rule of law is, it's gone. Um, so, I mean, at the same time, at the same time, the U.S. Treasury is, is running, I think on your debt chart, uh, showed so far, it's 1.7 trillion for the year. I mean, we're running these deficits. Interest expense is over a trillion dollars a year now. At the same time that, treasury is going to need to roll over 6 trillion that's maturing this year plus fund called a 2 trillion dollar de- uh, deficit at the very same time they're telling investors we you know we we can confiscate your stuff anytime we want so what that does is you're going to have buyers backing away from treasury auctions and that's going to leave who as the only buyer of treasuries the federal reserve and that's already an insolvent entity after last year's losses they they lost more than what their uh what their capital was
5: you know what's interesting too it's interesting that new york and these communists can't figure out what's going on just by looking at california how many billionaires have left elon musk left joe rogan left they're leaving California in droves because of financial tyranny, because of communism, because of redistribution of wealth, because of never ending higher taxes and never ending corruption. Now, in that interview clip, Kevin O'Leary went on to explain he's in the business. One of the things he does is develop data centers for corporations. These are billion dollar investments, multi-billion-dollar investments. He went on to say that uh, New York was a front-runner for one of these data centers because of Niagara Falls, because of tapping into natural energy, whatever. Now it's off the list. Kevin Leary will never, ever do business in New York, and that's the case with everybody else like Kevin Leary. Nobody wants to put capital at risk in a communist state that can seize your property for no reason at all. And now here's the thing. You mentioned rightly that they are now prepared to steal his property, Trump's property, if he doesn't cough up the $355 million. So in the midst of a nation that is being overrun by, I would say, black Trump-hating Soros New World Order whores like Fanny Willis, okay? And I use the term whore specifically on purpose because she is a Soros whore, just like so many of these people. Here is New York commie Attorney General Letitia James on her plan, to now seize Trump properties, just like they would do in communist China.
1: We're gonna turn now to the ABC News exclusive tonight after Donald Trump was fined nearly $355 million in his civil fraud case. Tonight, New York State's Attorney General Letitia James saying she's prepared to seize Donald Trump's assets, including his buildings, if he doesn't pay the money. ABC's Aaron Katursky, one-on-one tonight with the Attorney General four days after a judge ordered donald trump to pay three hundred fifty five million dollars for a decade of fraud new york attorney general Letitia james says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine including she told us seizing the buildings that bear his name
0: if he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment uh, then we will seek a uh, you know judgment enforcement mechanisms in court and we will ask the judge to seize his assets.
5: Okay, I just want to make the point that that woman is from the pits of hell. She represents everything that stands in opposition to our republic, our bill of rights, our constitution, our property rights, our liberty, and everything that is good and decent. She is a Soros-backed whore of the new world order. And it gets worse from there, guys. It gets much, much worse from there. Did you all realize that in that same hellhole state, The New York City mayor is prepared to give migrants preloaded debit cards worth up to $10,000. Can y'all stitch together what's happening here? This is the fall of the republic right in your face. They're laughing in your face. Bill, they're laughing in our faces as they destroy this nation.
4: Yeah, they're laughing and they're smug about it. And uh, Sean, uh, you and I have, have spoken, I guess, for almost 10 years now uh this whole thing and i i said many years ago that the policies being put in place are too stupid to not be a plan i mean the, the the whole thing is planned this is not uh this is not willy-nilly by mistake the whole thing is a plan the whole thing is to destroy the united states because the united states is the only stumbling block if you will uh to basically a global takeover
5: well that's right and uh let me just note that in the united nations which is an organization that i despise i don't respect it at all you know rockefeller i know what the plan is but i just want to do make the point that uh the only country to veto a ceasefire in gaza was the united states And even China has a problem with that. These are crimes against humanity, the butchering of children. By the way, that's a great segue to this clip. You want to talk about the butchering of children? You want to talk about pedo Joe, whose own children say he's a pedophile, his daughter in her diary, and his own son, Hunter. Yes, the drug addict has called his dad a pedo. The borders are wide open. Ten million migrants have come in illegally under this puppet's reign because that's what it is. It's a our dictator's reign after a coup. And 85,000 children have been trafficked into human andor sex slavery. And even Dr. Phil knows the truth. And he's speaking out. He talked to one of the chief border agents down there who said this, and it's horrifying. I want you guys to watch this. Then we're going to hear Joe Rogan's reaction because pedo Joe, is trafficking children. Our nation is trafficking children directly into child sex slavery. Why in the world would New York be giving migrants $10,000 in prepaid debit cards? Guys, this is an absolute horror show, and I can't believe we're allowing this to happen.
7: Travel is facilitated and they are given all the necessities that they need. But that could be a trafficker. There's
1: a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry, or they're being forced into the sweatshops.
7: And and we know that. We We knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy shit. Now, this is the head guy on the border And I asked him when this went on a little more, we went in more depth. You know you're on camera here, right? You you just said we're spending tax dollars to sell children into sex slavery. And he said, yeah. I said, why have you not talked about this? He said, nobody's ever asked me these pointed questions, but I'm grateful that you're asking them now. That's how out of control we are down there. We We are paying money to take these children and sell them into sex slavery. They, they, they come in with these addresses written on their bodies, written on their arm, and we call up there and say, uh, do you know so-and-so? Yes, yeah, yeah, so we're waiting for them. Okay, they'll be on a plane or a bus, and you need to pick them up. And and I asked him, so some pimp or trafficker or whatever is picking them up up there, and he said, we are knowingly sending them up there for that. And he said, it's terrible, but that's what's happening
2: that's insane
7: that is insane and there's no way of verifying what their parents they're going to or an aunt they're going to there's no way of verifying it and I, I asked him he said no
3: now what what justification could possibly exist where they would stop doing the rapid dna test e- i mean what what possible justification would there be to stop that i know why you know why bill it's
5: because they are in the business of the child sex slavery trade it is a business They don't want to track down the actual relatives. They're letting the coyotes bring these children across. They're letting child traffickers take these children to God knows where and do God knows what to them, Bill. I I, got to tell you, you know, I've had you on so many times in the past. We talk about gold. We talk about silver. We talk about ways to protect ourselves from a collapse. There's no way to protect ourselves from this. There's no way to protect ourselves from communists who will seize your property and traffic in children and give $10,000 prepaid debit cards to illegal aliens. There's no protection from that. That is the fall of the
4: republic. I mean, you're right. This is planned idiocracy, Bill. Yeah, it's planned. And Sean, unfortunately, uh it it will ultimately lead to some sort of revolution. I mean I've talked in the past. Uh you know i I, I viewed years ago in 2015, 16, 17, I viewed this as a, a left-right war uh envisioning some type of civil war. Uh, I mean this is a a good versus evil battle um that i think would be better described as a revolution and i think that's that's where this is headed and by the way that's why for so many years they've tried to disarm uh the second amendment disarm the american population mm-hmm. i mean look what they did in australia and new zealand canada these places the people have basically been disarmed and they were told you know, you take a clot shot or you're going into an internment camp. They couldn't do that in the U.S. because people would stand up with their their firearm on their on their hip and and say no. Um, so, I mean, that's that. This explains why the fervent move to try to strip the Second Amendment.
5: Well, you're a Texan. Okay. How are people feeling about this down there? open wide open border
4: yeah yeah no people are are truly pissed and even people in cities uh, even liberals in cities are pissed just because of you know hotels are being taken over uh you know you've got the tent cities uh, i can tell you that the sentiment when uh greg abbott finally stood up and said you know we're we're closing the border the sentiment was hurrah, but where were you six months ago, a year ago, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why did it take that long to act? And I mean, it's closing the border is not a difficult thing. And I mean, obviously, Biden could do that by just instructing, don't let anybody in. I mean, even Obama had fairly closed borders. The borders were, were very tight when Trump was president. And, you know, Biden got in and basically just flung the doors open and, uh, you know, put catnip on the side of the border to try to attract more and more migrants. So, yeah, the public here in Texas, they're definitely pissed off. Um, And from what I see, I mean, I live I live rurally uh, and probably visit two or three small towns on a weekly basis. Uh, So far, I've not seen migrant problems in small towns, but you're definitely seeing it in the big cities.
5: Let me show you guys something else. I mean, my God, the news is so Orwellian. It really does feel like something out of The Onion or Idiocracy. It feels like a humorous script because how could things be this bad? Well, they can get this bad when George Soros takes over cities with AGs and prosecutors who are beholden to him instead of beholden to the Republic. And it's getting so insane that San Francisco has just sworn in a non-citizen Chinese immigrant to be on San Francisco's election commission. And I saw an interview with this woman. She cannot speak English. The entire interview with Kelly Wong was in Chinese. Well, maybe she can speak English. At least the interview I saw was her speaking Chinese. All right, so they're giving our nation away from within. This is treason, treason at every turn. And I did notice one thing I didn't mention here right below this interview with Joe Rogan and uh, Dr. Phil, a tweet from Peter Schiff, who writes this because Biden forgave another one point two billion in student loans to buy votes. Everyone in America will pay higher prices as a result. That's because money not used to repay loans is freed up to buy goods and services, bidding up prices. That's the way the inflation tax works. Well, you know what? 1.2 billion is a rounding error to this criminal government. How about another 60 billion to Ukraine? How about the fact, Bill, get this, that these criminal demon rats are writing into law. They're trying to write legislation that would make Trump impeachable. It would make it an impeachable offense if Trump doesn't support more money for Ukraine if and when he becomes president again. So they're rigging the system. Every way they can, it's a little bit like wiring World Trade Center 7 with explosives so they can bring it down at 5.20 in the afternoon and then pretend that they didn't wire it with explosives. That's what I'm watching here. The demolition of our country.
4: Well, Sean, that headline of swearing the the Chinese woman in, (laughs) the the blatantness of that is what kind of got me it's not like they look back and said, oh, it was a mistake. We didn't know she's not a citizen. They're right up front saying she's not a citizen. And you're right. I mean, this is, it is, it's the complete undermining of of the empire.
5: Well, and listen to this from the article. She is believed to be the first non-citizen ever to sit on the commission after California voters approved a measure in 2020 to eliminate the citizenship requirement to sit on San Francisco boards. So you can make the argument that we're doing this to ourselves, but when they rig and steal every election, I have a hard time believing that voters actually really, truly voted for that. Why would people vote against their own best interests? It it leaves me speechless, Bill.
4: It doesn't matter who you vote for. It matters who counts the votes. It's it's always been that way and always will be that way. Uh, speaking of elections, I, I just did an interview yesterday and over the last few weeks, I've pretty much decided in my mind, I believe there's less than a 50-50 coin flip chance that we have a national election in November because I think the, the anger of... Uh, the anger on the right the anger of conservatives is going to really move and motivate that base i don't think they'll be able to cheat enough to steal the election and if if they if powers to be that are in office now feel that there's no way they can cheat enough to steal the election they'll create some sort of false flag kick the table over and say oh well there's
2: Order now.
1: fighterflare.com
4: The news came out, I think, yesterday or the day before. Their national elections are canceled because, oh, we're in the middle of a war, we can't have an election. Any Whether it be a, something that's real or a false flag, I think there's better than a 50-50 chance that there is no election this year.
5: Well, and they're conscripting middle-aged men, family men, they're capturing them off the streets. They're kidnapping them, and they're conscripting them into the Ukraine army to fight in this hellhole, this war where they're only going to get chewed up and killed by Russian forces. There is no winning for Ukraine. There's no amount of money that will allow Ukraine to win. It is a money laundering operation in Zelensky. You're right. Suspended elections. See, you're right. It wouldn't surprise me if Uncle Joe, Pato Joe, did the same thing. I mean, what, what would surprise us about him suspending the election or the powers that ought not be that surround him suspending the elections when they're stealing property, from the former sitting president, when Fannie Willis, another black Trump-hating Soros New World Order whore, the belligerent one, did you see her? Did you see her testimony, that belligerent black Soros piece of filth? She implicated herself in multiple felonies. She's
4: that stupid, Bill. Right. Yeah, she had, she admitted to any number of, of felonies. I mean, I I, I don't even... I didn't intend to watch it, but it was on. So I did actually watch her testimony. At first, I was shocked that her lawyer would let her testify. And it sounds to me like she uh, she forced it. You know, the the lawyer was trying to, to prevent her from testifying. She forced it. And man, the, the outright legal ignorance of that woman the things that she said regarding uh you know she paid in cash she got cash from her campaign uh i mean the the, the whole thing look, no, like i right. said she admitted to so many different so many different felonies and my first thought was if an irs agent was watching this she'd be audited the next day
5: Yeah. She uh, literally said that uh, she took cash from one of her campaigns. So she kept the cash from a campaign. It's literally, here's the thing too, that I found interesting about her in the way she speaks. It's a little bit like that uh, clip that I played in this interview uh, with Letitia James. These people are so filled with hubris and the satanic spirit that they are unwilling or unable to see justice. They don't care. They are blind to justice and Fannie Willis was so belligerent and Fannie Willis was so hubris filled that she voluntarily showed up to give that testimony and implicated herself in crimes because these people are so ego driven and most of them are stupid. I mean, you'd have to be pretty stupid to want to get in bed with George Soros, right? In my opinion, you'd have to be pretty stupid and corrupt to the core to want to commit treason against your nation and sell us all out
4: for what? For what? For hubris? For ego? These they people believe they, believe, they believe they're untouchable. I mean that's the only thing I can, can guess is they truly deep down believe they're on untou- they're untouchable and anything that they do will be be passed over because they're running the game.
5: See, I really think it is the spirit of the Antichrist. I, I really think that comes through to hear her speak the way she spoke and implicated herself in felonies. That can only happen if you're hopelessly corrupt to the core, almost as if you're possessed by demons. We're going to move on and we're going to wrap this up with just some information about our economic situation, because I got to tell you, it's getting a little um, long in the tooth and a little trite to talk about silver and gold. Protect yourself with physical metals. I think you should. But as we've just documented in this interview, I don't think it's going to matter if they can just seize your property. Okay, If they're going to turn us into a communist hellhole and destroy us, I guess it gets us to the point of why these criminal international bankers have kneecapped silver, and it's still 23 bucks an ounce. I want you to talk about that and give us any bright spots you see at all in this horrible fixed precious metals market, but I'm still amused to this day. Because now, you know, CNBC, they're talking about Bitcoin every single day. They're, you know, taking a look at the Bitcoin market cap, which is now over a trillion. And this is what amuses me. They compare it to silver, or at least silver comes up in that conversation as being a $1.2 trillion market. So Bitcoin hasn't yet eclipsed the silver market. That's such a joke. A $1.2 trillion silver market. Yeah. Counting every piece of derivatives paper that's ever been printed. I mean, it's just a joke. So, long in the tooth here to talk about silver, but uh, your thoughts.
4: Uh, you, you, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the suppression of silver and the suppression of gold, the reasons why. Uh, the simple reason why they suppress gold is because gold forever has been a barometer versus currencies, versus uh, either, whether it be sovereign treasuries or central banks. Gold has been a barometer in currencies. In other words, if if gold started rising in a currency, it was a a warning flag. Now, there's no way, let's say, you know, gold's $2,000 an ounce now. Let's say gold ran to $5,000 or $10,000 or $20,000. That would ring some alarm bells, and it would also, well, the, the alarm bells would be ringing on The value or the worth of dollar assets of dollar uh, treasury bonds understand that gold and the dollar are polar opposites at one point in time 100 years ago they were interchangeable now they're polar opposites so gold has got to be kept in a box in order to allow or even aid the u.s treasury to borrow the amounts that they're borrowing because they're they're putting the facade up that the dollar is strong. The whole idea—they're trying to show you or paint the picture: dollar good, gold bad. Now on to silver. Silver's a minute uh, industry versus gold. The, I mean, the, the, the amount of silver that's it's mined each year is what is it like twenty billion dollars a year, something like that, uh, or twenty thirty billion dollars. I mean, it's it's a ham sandwich. It's nothing, but if silver was running to $50, 75, 100, 200, 500 if silver was running then the then you'd see rocket boosters on gold and gold is the direct competitor to the dollar so they've had to keep silver the price of silver under control in order to if you want to call it ward investors off from investing in gold uh, one other thing with silver is that it's used in so many different applications. All of these producers would actually prefer lower silver prices because it means more profit for them. And if you use silver uh, in industrial or technological or medicinal or whatever, a higher silver price is going to affect your final price for the product.
5: You mean silver users? I might have missed, I might have misheard you. Did you say so? I think you might have said silver producers want the lower price. It's the silver users. It's the Apple producers. Right. It's right. the silver Elon Musk's.
4: Right. It's it. Correct. It's the users. Obviously, the producers themselves want higher prices because that's their product. But it's the users. Um, their their profits would be, would would take serious hits with $100, $200, $500 silver. Now, the current state of the market, uh, retail has been soft for about two months, uh, maybe a little more than two months. And that's why the premiums have come down drastically. Uh, premiums now are back to where they were. They've pretty much normalized. They're back to where they were in say 2018, 2019. The, indu- the, the investment side, the industrial side, uh, the central bank side. You're seeing central banks all over the world buy gold. The institutional uh side of gold has been is extremely tight. Same with silver. If you look at the price of gold in Shanghai versus the Comex versus the LBMA, there's about a fifty dollar premium. If you look at silver, there's between a two and three dollar premium over uh Comex and LBMA. So what it, what what does that tell you? It tells you that you can buy and be profitable all day long with every single ounce that you buy. You can buy in the West, buy on the Comex, buy on the LBMA, and turn around and sell it on Shanghai and lock a profit in and your profit gets eroded by shipping. But the shipping is, I mean, you're you're probably talking about, I don't know, 20 cents an ounce or 30 cents an ounce to ship from New York to Shanghai. You know, if you're doing it in in bulk, even if it's 50 cents and you're getting a a two dollar premium, I mean, it's it's like printing money all day long. So just understand that the Western supplies are being eroded every single day. And that that gold and that silver is moving east.
5: You know, what's interesting about that? It's interesting to hear you say that and to think about the looting of our nation. Let me go back to this as we uh, round out the conversation. You can help us make sense of some of these numbers, but uh, $34 in debt. They're literally looting our nation. They're giving $10,000 prepaid debit cards to migrants. They're stealing property from a former sitting president. And we're to believe that we've got gold sitting in Fort Knox that backs all this? (laughs) It doesn't back any of this, number one. And number two, the gold's probably not there, Bill. The gold was probably long ago looted from Fort Yeah,
4: Sean, Sean, I've been on this for at least least 12, 13, 14 years. I mean, go back to 2009, 10, 11. First off, there has not been an audit of Fort Knox since 1956. And the reason given has always been, well, it would be too expensive to do that. I mean, they're building bridges to nowhere for a billion dollars. And to spend twenty million or thirty million to do an audit of that, the country's gold. But that's a joke uh, too. I'm sorry to, to interrupt.
5: Hey look, I'm sorry to interrupt. I want you to finish that thought. But that's a joke. I I'm not an accountant. If they let me have access to uh, Fort Knox, you and me, we could go in there, right. and count up all the gold bars in what, a day, a week? You figure out how many ounces that is, you multiply by two thousand. It's not hard to do an audit. What a joke. And by the way, I'll tell you where all that gold is. It's probably sitting in Rockefeller Rothschild vaults. It's not at Fort Knox, but go ahead.
4: Yeah. You'd have to, you would obviously have to do a spot assay along with that, but yeah, it'd be easy, very easy to audit the gold. And if you remember, uh, Steve Mnuchin, uh, walked out of Fort Knox in what, 2018. And his, his comment to the press was gold is good. He didn't even say the gold is good. He said, gold is good. Uh so we've not had an audit since, since 1956, and as you mentioned, no, the gold does not back the, the dollars that are outstanding. The last time I did, uh, and this has got to be probably three years, four years ago now, the last time I did the calculation looking at if you took the federal debt, just the on-books debt, not the you know, not all the guarantees, the Social Security, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, et cetera. If you take just the, the at the time, I think it was 20, we had debt of 23 uh, trillion, now we're 34. At $23 trillion, or yeah, $23 trillion, trillion of debt, if you used the supposed gold that we had to back that, the price of gold would have to be $125,000 an ounce. So that number now is probably, what, 100, I don't know, pick around number, 175000 per ounce. If the supposed gold was used to pay off or back just the on-books debt, you'd have to have a number of 175000 an ounce.
5: Well, can you help us make sense of these numbers before we part ways? Not trying to be a doom and gloomer here, guys, but honest to God. The top 1% wealth in this country, that household worth about 18 million. The bottom 50%, $36,000. Okay. Average new car price in 2000, 22 grand. Today it's 50 grand. College tuition in 2000, 10 grand. Now it's 26,000. Healthcare in the year 2000, $5,300. 5300 Now it's closer to $15,000. Help me make sense of these precious metal prices. I love this site, usdebtclock.org, but they have changed some things here. You see these big yellow arrows that point to the dollar to silver ratio now, zero. I don't even think they can calculate what the price should be. But if we look down below, we do see that the paper to silver ratio is 392 paper ounces for every one ounce of physical. And I guess if we look over here, dollar to silver ratio. See, I'm not sure what this means, five-year, 10-year, but about $1,500 per ounce. You can make the argument that silver, if it were freely traded and reflected the actual national debt, it would be 1500
4: bucks an ounce. It's at 23 Bill. I'm not sure what the, what the five-year is, and I'll speculate on that. Uh, but I've had this question many have asked me, you know, why does the debt clock show uh, silver at zero? Uh, the reason being the money supply has actually declined for the last two years. So if you use a negative, a negative number of uh, this, the silver price comes out to be zero because the actual amount of uh, dollars outstanding has shrunk. So that's why, how they come up with the, the zero number, the $1,500. I don't know uh, if, if, if you look at money supply, it probably has to do with the fact that so much money was created for COVID, you know, versus a static supply of silver. I'm really not sure on the five-year, but I do believe that uh, the reason you come up with zero is because money supply is actually contracted rather than grown, which money supply grows every, you know, year after year after year. The last time money supply shrunk for uh 12 months was back i think in 1930 1931 during the depression and now we're we're two years money supply outstanding now is lower than it was at the beginning of 2022 so you know you've got about four or five percent less uh money outstanding and sean while we're talking about this uh and and we've we've talked about you know all of this as a plan. How do you blow up a leveraged system? Well, what would be the two things you would do to blow up, or three things you would do to blow up a leveraged system? Number one, you would you would allow the money supply to shrink, meaning there's less money outstanding to service that debt. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is. You would raise rates so that anybody that needs to refinance will either refinance at higher rates and thus maybe even be unaffordable, and that's what you're seeing with a lot of hotels, or the credit's not even available. So, I mean, if you're if you're looking at uh, if you want to look for a plan, that's the. Oh, and the other thing is uh, you you would do things that would create uh, fear, if you will, in investors into that currency. And has the U.S. not done so many stupid things in the last three years? The, the latest thing with, with uh, seizing and, and talking about rebuilding Ukraine with the 300 billion of Russian uh, reserves or confiscating uh, Donald Trump's assets wouldn't that put fear into investors? So how would you, how would you blow up a Ponzi scheme? Those, those three things right there, that's the plan. Scare people away from wanting to be in dollars and, and show that the rule of law no longer exists. Allow the money supply to shrink, meaning there's less dollars outstanding, to service a constant but increasing debt service and raise rates. That's pretty simple.
5: Yeah, you've just described the controlled demolition of the United States of America. Uh-huh. And uh, one last thing about silver, and then I'm going to show people your website and how oh, sh- they should hold you. Go yeah, on. but the most important chart that I think I've seen, and I, I love talking about this as it relates to silver, uh, comes from my buddy James Anderson over at SD Bullion and others. It's a chart he shares often, and it's this chart that shows silver. Trading overseas versus the New York Open. In the New York Open, where the fix is in every single day, you got silver. This is why it's at twenty three. Because if you just were able to trade that overseas market, silver would be around three hundred and seventy. I think it is now per ounce. Anyway, go ahead.
4: Uh, the other thing we were talking about, uh, you know, the plan to blow up a bonding scheme. Think about all of the, all the DEI, the, the, the. You know the pronouns, the political correctness, the wokeness. I mean, that's all part of, uh, if you want to call it, scrambling the, bra- scrambling the brains of the population watching this. I mean, we're—it's almost information overload as to how stupid so many situations are. People just are being overloaded with stupidity. While the main plan of blowing up the leverage, blowing up the Ponzi scheme, is in effect, so I, you know the 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 craziness. I think is, uh, it's obviously unfortunate, but I think it's part of the plan as a distraction to the public, so that the public doesn't hone in on, hey, wait a minute, this thing's gonna blow up because, you know, just common sense and math.
6: Yeah.
5: Well, the problem is, Bill, is that, uh, sadly, some level of the public, I don't think it's the majority, but it might be getting darn close. It might be right around 50 percent, is not able to stitch a thought together. They don't have any common sense. they It's been drummed out of them. It has been designed to be pulled from them because of the Rockefeller school system, because of that television programming. So people have been brainwashed to, I guess, in California, vote against their own <laughs>
4: self-interests. Well, and because of schooling, and I'm not so sure that they did vote against their own self-interest. Right. Like I said, it count, it matters who counts the votes. Um, I think you're probably right. 50% of the population is not capable of putting it together. But I think the, the true number of, of actual, you know, people who really believe in DEI and, and the woke, wokeism, I think that number is probably fifteen percent, maybe less. I, I think they're they're making uh, they're trying to make it look like it's it's a majority, and I don't even think it's a, even a, a large minority. Mm-hmm. It's gaslighting, is what it is.
5: Well, it's gaslighting <laughs> and it's domestic terror, right? Because they've allowed these migrants to come yes. through military-aged young men. Yes, Did you see what's absolutely. going on in Detroit now? Gangs of these well organized gangs are breaking into and looting wealthy homes in Detroit suburbs. So this is what y'all can expect if this isn't brought to a quick stop right now. And it's not going to be at least until Trump gets back in. And then who knows? Maybe not then either. I, it just, I'm at a loss for words. What we've documented here today, though, is the controlled demolition of the USA bill. Thanks so much for your time. We appreciate you.
4: Yeah, my my pleasure. I would just say, uh, in the words of Jason Aldean, try that in a small town. (laughs)
5: Okay. All righty. Well, here's the website, guys, BillHolter.com. Bill, how do people get a hold of you and uh, follow your work? Is this the best way?
4: Yeah, you can go to my website. There's a contact button, uh, or if you want to contact me uh, directly. I have recently changed my email address. It's uh, bholter at proton.me.
5: Copy that. Well, thanks again, Bill. We appreciate you. And, uh, God bless you and, uh, all those Texans down there. Semper Fi, I, I wish y'all would come together and just bring this thing to an end. I know the truckers are trying. Um, I guess you have a governor who's really more, I think, beholden to the World Economic Forum than maybe, uh, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Uh, he's signaling, almost virtue signaling that he's trying to do something down there. Um, but you know, as Ann Vandersteel and others have quickly discovered, You know, you move a half mile, a mile from Eagle Pass, the border's still wide open. So God bless you guys down there. Uh, I would pray for only the best outcome here, a nonviolent, peaceful outcome and a restoration of our republic. But I'm increasingly growing more dubious by the day, Bill. Anyway, rant over. God bless you.
4: Thanks for having me, Sean.
5: All right, until we meet again, take care. And friends, I'll remind you every single day for free, check us out for free to get the antidote to corporate propaganda, all of those mockingbird mainstream media CIA lies at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye.
0: The string theory destroys half the childhood vaccines on Earth. Mm -hmm. The vaccine industry is a $30 billion industry. This string theory, it destroys every future mRNA vaccine, And it destroys half the current childhood vaccines and COVID vaccine. I'll show you what it is.